let's talk some rugby league. In the NRL, Parramatta will have the chance to end their 36-year NRL Premiership drought next weekend. The Eels have beaten the Cowboys 24 points to 20 in Townsville, ending North Queensland's miraculous season. Campbell Gillard. He's feeling it. Jeremiah Nenai. No opportunity to stop. You can see that left arm, though, dangling. Marnie, short side lead, over the top, Sebo! Michael Sebo, a long way from Kempbeck. But I reckon they're cheering from there right now. Somehow, Parramatta, off the canvas, have hit the front again. Yeah, Parramatta 24, the Cowboys 20. Parramatta will play the winner of tonight's second preliminary final between the Panthers and the Rabbitohs in next weekend's grand final. A great pleasure to welcome in Premiership winning captain and living legend of the Penrith Panthers and let's not forget two-season warrior as well, Greg Alexander, 265 NRL games in a glittering career and one of the sharpest rugby league analysts going around for the last couple of decades with Fox Sports. Welcome uh, to the show, Greg. Thanks for joining us across New Zealand. Piney, nice to have a chat, mate. When you reflect back on last night, the Eels win over the Cowboys. What stands out the most for you? Uh, the fact that the Eels were able to win it, uh, Jason. I, I was, uh, I thought the Cowboys had the better of the game for most of it. And when they hit the lead by eight points uh, in the second half, because after the Eels' first half where they made so many errors, the possession and the territory was all with the Cowboys. The running, Jason Taumalolo had one of his best games of the season. So what stands out is that the Eels were able to win the game. They, they, they got those eight points. They got them back. Uh, they hit the lead through that Sean Lane pass to Mike Acevo and then, and then ended up hanging on. And I, I know through the call I said, well, that's premiership winning defence, that. The last 10 minutes, the Eels scrambled um, courageously. And it, it's, a, it's a massive win because, yeah, it, it all looked like it was going to be a Cowboys win. I want to talk a bit more about the Eels in a sec, but how should the North Queensland Cowboys reflect upon their season? Look, they'd be disappointed the fact that they got themselves in a position to make a grand final, and they had a home semi in front of 30,000 up there in Townsville. So there'll be disappointment uh, straight after the game, but when they when they reflect on their season, they, they could only be happy with it. Boy, that I... I I don't think he would have found a judge last year um, pre-season saying that the, the Cowboys were going to finish any higher than 12th. That, that would have, I, I think that would have been, unless you were an ardent Queenslander or Cowboys supporter, most had the Cowboys sitting at second last or last. And, you know, Todd Payton certainly didn't believe that. Um, and there was a lot of criticism about his signings. Um, you know, they, a lot of money spent on players. Were they going to do the job? But... The, the young talent that they've got emerging uh, in that side and the couple of key players they brought to the side, just to bring it all together, they, they, they'll look back and think, well, we've gone from 15th in 2021 to to almost making grand final. That's, that's a pretty big jump, and I, I think they'll be happy with it for sure. And back to the Eels. Um, and obviously, in, in week one of the finals, they were beaten fairly comprehensively by a good Panthers side, 27 points to eight. Bounce back, of course, with that win over the Raiders, that big win last week. And then, of course, last night's result. Um, I mean, we don't know who's going to win tonight's game, but, but I mean, the Eels could win next week, couldn't they? They could win the grand final. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I've always been 
Uh, they've copped a fair bit of criticism because of their inconsistent season, but in big games they have aimed up. Uh, and and the, they haven't been able to string more than three wins in a row all year. That that goes uh, that says a lot about their inconsistency. And they were rolled by the Dogs, and the Tigers got them too. And um, you know they had some pretty poor performances, but when you go through the year, they beat Melbourne twice, they beat the Panthers twice, um, they beat the Roosters. They beat the big teams. They're an infinitely better side than they were last year, and they came within two points of getting Penrith last year. So the improvement in some of their players, Dylan Brown, I think, is the most improved player in the competition. He's, you know, his attacking numbers this year compared to what he's done in the last three years. Uh, well, this year beats the last three years put together. So Sean Lane, Isaiah Papali'i, the two front rowers, it's a good side, and and it's a good enough side. And they showed that they've got the the resilience defence in defensively to, to hold sides out. And I, I wouldn't, I I can't go. And I've always said the Eels are a chance to win the comp. From a Penrith man, the two sides that I've been worried about all year uh, were Parramatta and Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne are gone. Parramatta are left, and they're in the big one. They've locked themselves in indeed. Penrith have the chance to join them with preliminary final number two tonight. They take on the Rabbitohs. Panthers attempting to qualify for their third straight grand final. First time that's been achieved if they do it in the club's history. Warm favourites. They've won eight of the last nine between these two. The Panthers should win, shouldn't they, Greg? Well, they <laughs> they should. Um, but, you know, it's 80 minutes of football and whenever you are playing a side that has Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell, you're never sure what's going to happen. Uh, and I know they're down a, a couple of players. Saliva uh, so, so Havili is a, is a blow. They lost him through a calf injury. Tom Burge is still suspended. So they're missing a couple of big men that really paved the way for them this year. Um, that has you leaning towards a Penrith win, but I'm always the warrior, Piney. I'm, 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 I'm not a good spectator, and I've listened to people and judges say, well, it's yours to lose. You're the best side in the company. It's hard to argue with that, but looking at from my eyes, um, South could easily win this game. Yeah, they, could, they could easily win this game um, if Penrith are, are off. And if they're... I won't say they're stars. If they're, I, I think, you know, Penrith are chock full of stars, but... Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident they'll do the job. Uh, it's it's those around them. So they, they need, unless they get a contribution from everyone, uh, they leave themselves vulnerable. And you, know, you, you just can't go past mentioning Latrell Mitchell every time you talk about South Sydney and their, their, their ability to win a game. Absolutely. But just on the Panthers, uh, if you compare and contrast the Panthers of 2022 from that of 2021, I mean, is it... Is it effectively the same side playing the same style and winning the games the same way, or have there been tweaks this year that you've seen? Well, they, they lost a couple of key players. Um, you know, Kirk Capel moved on to the, the, the Broncos. Matt Burton went to the Bulldogs. Um, so they lost a couple of very good edge players. Uh, what, what they have been able to do is is replace them. Um, uh, Taylor May, who won't play, has had a, a remarkable year. Isaac Tago in the centres. No one. No one would have thought that Isaac Tago, uh, in his debut season, would be would be as good as what he has been. You know, had a couple of runs last year, but uh, he's been able to hold down that centre position. But yes, it, it is. It, I, I think they're a better side than they were last year, even though they've lost those key players. 
Uh, Dylan Edwards is playing remarkable football. Fisher Harrison, Leota have just consistently done the job for them in the middle. Uh, and Appy Corusau is playing as good as ever. So uh, Viliami Kikau is also having a season um, that I, I think, you know, out of all Kikau's great games, I, I think this has been his most consistent year. So it's basically the same side run by the same people. Isaiah Yo, Appy Corusau, Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai, and Dylan Edwards from the back. That, that That's the energy in the side. And uh, the brains, of course, is around the, the ruck. See, I don't want you to worry, Greg. I don't want you to worry. I, don't, I just want you to enjoy it tonight, mate. I want you to enjoy it. I won't enjoy it. I, I, it's not an enjoyable experience watching your team play. I, I, I you know, I, I, I went through Oregon and I, I dread the Oregon series, even though I love it. Um, you know, I, I, I pay some. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I, I'd be, uh, you can compare me with Craig Bellamy. Not not getting as heated as Craig, but I get up and go for walks and I can't, well, um, yeah, I'm not a good spectator. Mate, you're, you're a great analyst of the game and we appreciate you taking the time to join us across New Zealand. Thanks indeed, Greg. Not a problem. Great to speak.